Hello everybody and welcome back to podcast 3 of Weekly Gaming on Xbox. This week we have quite a few fun little jibbies and today I am accompanied by my favorite person in the world and a guy that seems to just stick around for no reason. Ahem. Ouch, first off. Second oh, off, good. I'm pretty sure I'm second favorite, so let's like clear that out of the way. I'll I'll fight you there. I will fight you on being second favorite. I don't care. Oh. I know I'm second. I will take that. Oh my god. Second <laughs> off, welcome back. I am Trevor, aka Mini Penguin on the internet. Our fave, one of our fave people in the world. Favorite um, penguin. You are my favorite penguin. I can say that with confidence because Emperor Penguins don't got nothing on you, honestly. Ah, I am the new Emperor Penguin. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, But welcome back to another week on this amazing podcast. This week we've got quite a few little fun things to go over. Um, 2021 is starting to look really good for games, but Game Pass and Xbox have been pulling the punches with announcements coming in 2021. Our new year has pushed us to create even more wonderful content and hopefully we'll be looking great for both of our channels. Minecraft Earth might have come to an abrupt end, which is so sad and I'm still crying. Twitch is getting tons of love from both of us and we are enjoying our time on the platform. And then me and Trevor have had a diverse selection of games that we've been having fun in this week. Trevor, do you want to start with a game that you've been having fun in this week? Um... I think for sure, obviously, I've been having a lot of fun with COD. I had a pretty good stream today, uh, about, oh, how long was it? About three hours stream, uh, just going through the campaign, and oh my gosh, it is amazing, because you get to customize your character, decide whether it's male or female. Like, you don't actually see your character, but you get to customize how it is. You get to customize the skills, the skin color, the male or female, um, the originality, like where where you're from. Um, I have to add our channel. Like you to even get, notes. yeah. It was it's just so cool because it's like, I you even get to customize the name of your character, which is amazing, um, because it pops cool. up in the game too, which is ama- which is cool. Like the characters don't physically say it, but it pops up on the screen before like going crossed out and everything. And your code name is Bell, and I love it because it keeps it short, simple, and everything. Call of Duty Cold War. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The campaign, and it, I'm shot, loving it. Yes. But it's like, my character is was born in Australia and is an is a ex-KGB um, operative. I actually didn't know that there was this much going on with this. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is all like to start the game, and it's amazing. So you're... Yeah, I know you're not a campaign person, but this is something you no. might want to check out. And like, I don't know why I, I'm not, I'm never a big campaign person, but I just like, I don't know. I just go on and off with them because I'm so used to heavy story games. So I think the campaigns are always really good, but they're obviously just not in the same format as traditional story games. And so I think that's why I have a disconnect there. Um, but with how customizable this one is, I bet I'll actually enjoy it. You might. It's it's got a lot built into it, and it's it's very interesting. It's very it's going into a lot of depth. Um, there oh. is one. There's actually like you switch around from different characters depending on the mission. Um, so one of them, you were in the oh. KGB base, and yeah. you were you had to because like you're a mole in the base, um, and you're trying to 
So like there was a part where you had to um, set someone up and yeah. you had to go into a restricted area and obviously not get seen. And so it was very interesting because you had to access a computer, type in the right stuff, then go over to a printer, get it printed, get that and then get out and go show some other people. And it's just oh, the amount of detail into this game. Like I failed that part like five times because it's it's tough. And you have to not, not get seen either, and it's it's amazing. And you, it's funny too because they even you actually go to one of the old bases from Black Ops One, so you do get do get a bit of a nostalgia um, gameplay from maps and the campaign from back in Black Ops One. So oh, to like be able that. to do that is amazing, um, yeah. and it's cool because they've completely change the way the base looks um based off of i believe if black ops one is if i'm correct black ops one there was an avalanche which oh, um yeah. did damage to the base and they actually have that look in there where it was oh. hit by the avalanche and there's operatives you have to steal um like a data thing it's uh, the amount of detail into it um throwing back from that uh going into the vietnam war and doing stuff there it's oh it's amazing i love it and i'm pretty sure i'm only like halfway through the campaign right now so there's a lot into this so i have a lot wow, more to get through so awesome oh huh. wow you might i like actually it. didn't know that was in that yeah i didn't know it was that in depth that's really cool yeah they bring um, in you they bring in missions from past games and like areas that you go so it's very cool i love it that's so awesome I've been, because we've been talking about it, I've been getting back into Minecraft Dungeons. <laughs> and I've been leveling up my level 100 character even more. Uh, and I have just been honestly enjoying it so much. I forgot how much fun Minecraft Dungeons is. Whenever you do, whenever we do get around to doing our live stream, I'm going to restart a character so we can both start from one and see how it goes together. But I just have, have to, to say that, that Minecraft Dungeons still pulls punch for punch <laughs> you don't have to do that i mean it'd be kind of nice to play with someone who's higher tier uh to kind of help me get through the some of the tougher dun dungeons as well so it might be oh yeah but the dungeons like scale to level so like if oh. you're level one and i'm level 100 then the dungeon level will scale to like 50 yeah. so it'll be like super duper hard for you and super easy for yeah, me cause, <laughs> yeah because i'll have all the crap weapons yeah. and you'll have god tier loot oh yeah but i think right, we can I figure it out. like i think they have a bridge where it's like the enemies are easier but it's higher level so because the loot depends on your like actual character level because you have a character loot level and then you have a regular level your regular level is obviously just getting xp and completing missions but then your character level is the sum of the level of all of your components so like if you are a level one character, you can have a level one hundred character level if you have all one hundred level stuff on your character. But your actual huh. physical level will still be like one or two or whatever. So we could always do that too. I'm sure that we can figure it out. <laughs> probably, yeah, it's pretty it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Another one is Titanfall two. I've still been enjoying that. I've said that tons of times, and I've tweeted out at least three times now that I want Titanfall three, <laughs> and I'm gonna put it on the record. <laughs> so for all of you listening, I am formally requesting Titanfall three. Thank you very much. <laughs> Send my letter in. 
I love it so much. You have to play it sometimes. It's in, it's on the um, EA Play that's partnered with Game Pass now. Mm. Absolutely right. amazing. I'll have to check it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, the other one is... Well, do you want to list off another one that you've been playing now since I got a few in? <laughs> sure. Um, so I've been playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, this game came out quite a while ago, and I've wanted to play it for so long. But now that EA is partnered with Game Pass... I can play it for free, and it is, well, free, because <laughs> I pay for Game Pass, yes. but it's, um, yeah. I don't have to pay the seven, 70 bucks for the game, but I've been playing that. Um, I tried to stream it, and I got my video afterwards taken down, because of music. Ugh. But uh, the game, the game is amazing, and I love the, um the aesthetic of the look the graphics everything about the game is amazing and um i haven't gotten too far into it surprisingly which is kind of funny because i did a two-hour stream and i barely scratched the surface so there's a lot to that game that i am look i need to get into so it's there's a lot more to, yet to come with that so i'm really happy that i finally get to play a game that i've been loving for or wanting to play for a while so oh that is so awesome I also wonder, th talking about like Game Pass partners, I'm kind of waiting for Bethesda's games to finally find their way on the Xbox Game Pass. Because they have a few, but the entirety of the backlog hasn't wandered onto it yet. And what I'm guessing is it's just because the deal is still being like struck and they're still figuring everything out and I'm sure transitioning and everything. But I'm hoping that once they get everything figured out, all the Bethesda games will wander their way onto Game Pass because... Obviously, Xbox owns Bethesda now, so theoretically, everything should wander on the Game Pass, but that would be awesome, because everybody can experience all the fallouts and have a great time, and it's exciting. Let's see, what else have I been playing this week, actually? Oh, State of Decay 2. I'm so excited for State of Decay 2, because I'm doing a live stream events of them, so I'm doing like one live stream a week, and then there's going to be another little extension event that will happen on YouTube after two or three live streams. And I'm really excited. Everybody stay tuned for that. That'll be fun. But I also just love State of Decay 2 in general because it's amazing. Um, oh, so Trevor, have you still been having fun with GTA 5? <laughs> um, a little bit. I haven't been playing it a whole lot. I hopped on a couple times in the last few days. Um, just kind of check in, do some stuff. I haven't done a whole lot. I did... Uh, let's see. I think... I did some delivery stuff for my company, made a lot of money, which is nice. I'm going to probably put that towards doing uh, more deliveries and upgrading my company and stuff. Um, you always love the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to get gotta get somewhere, so, got to get money somehow. Um, cash. Yeah. But I've, I've checked out, I've played a little bit of GTA 5, not a whole lot. Didn't really do a whole lot in it. I just kind of... Did a few things, kind of screw around. My, I've been peeping in and out for my prime benefits. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I haven't done oh, a whole lot with it, but I haven't played a whole lot, which I kind of want to play more. But it's like there's a lot of games I want to play, and I can't play them all at once. So oh yeah, gotta get there. And I see, and I see you're playing one more game that uh, we haven't played together, but we both play. Yeah, I never realized. I have. I went on and I played a bit of Rocket League. Um, I tried to stream it. 
I got kind of bored of it real fast because I had terrible teammates that kept scoring on ourselves and it just I wasn't I just I wasn't in the mood to stream honestly I got like 10 minutes in and I was like I'm just not this having sucks. it <laughs> I was just not having it I was feeling lazy and just didn't want to really stream much so I just kind of called it um, I played a little bit, didn't play a whole lot, but it was it was fun. I got to play it a little bit. It felt good to jump back into it. So, oh yeah, we'll have to play some some time together. It's been forever since I played Rocket League. I don't even have it downloaded right now. <laughs> On That's... the other hand, I have been enjoying a new game called Rogue Company. Now I have not, don't take those words strictly because I haven't played like hours of it yet, but I jumped in for about an hour. And I will say it's really fun. I haven't explored many of the super... I haven't explored all the game modes yet. But I did explore... They have like a search and destroy. It's similar to search and destroy on um, Call of Duty. But it's... Uh, yeah, it's pretty much... It's planting a bomb and you like fly in and all that, all that fun stuff. But it seems like a really fun game. You have to like earn money over time each round. And then that money allows you to buy weapons. So you start out with just a pistol and then you have to buy more weapons. And you slowly unlock weapons that you can buy. But it seems like that is a way to keep the game pretty balanced. Because you still make a lot of a decent amount of money if you lose and win. So it seems like it's a good balancing act. And I actually really do like it a lot. And it kind of has like the Overwatch style as well. Because the characters, um, everybody selects like one character and it's very specific and all that jazz. So it seems pretty fun. We definitely have to play it together. Have you seen yeah. anything about Rogue Company before? Um, I think I saw stuff back uh, about like the beta because some of the big YouTubers that I watch got kind of like sponsored by them, by the people that make oh, it. Okay. So it was like I saw a bit of it back in like the beta stages, um, yeah. or like early releases. They they got flown out to kind of play it there. Um, so it was kind of cool to see. I haven't seen a whole lot since. Um, so it's been oh, a little yeah. while. So I'll have to check that out. Oh yeah, we have to play it. It's super fun. I, I didn't even really know about it. I only saw it in one advertisement one time. And then I saw that it was like becoming really popular. Like it was climbing either the free-to-play charts or Game Pass charts or something. And so I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I should probably just look at it since it's climbing charts a little bit. Um, I got in and I was like, dang, I absolutely love this. <laughs> <laughs> and so that held me over for a while. I was so shocked. That's the game that I texted... Oh. One night and I told him that I like found a new random game, and I go, I'm gonna show you it later, <laughs> and I never showed it. So that's the game. You know, looking at this, because I was, I'm thinking, I was thinking of a different game, I think, but seeing some oh. of the pictures on, yeah, but I have seen YouTubers play this, and this looks really fun. Yeah, the whole third person search and destroy thing, like I've seen this. Yeah, see, it is, it's very cool. Is it? It is third person, but it's third person scopable. So yeah. if you have a zoom-in scope, it zooms you in like you're in first person, and then it will zoom you back out. And so I mean, that GTA kinda... has that style too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why it kind of tripped me out, because normally FPSs stick with one or the other. They either have non-scopable, where if you use a scope, it just kind of zooms in your entire camera, but you can still see your character. Or they have fully first-person scoped, where you're just always in first-person, so scopes are just a part of the mechanics. Um, so it was interesting how they did it. I didn't hate it, because like, like you said, GTA has it, so I'm 
I wasn't like shell shocked by it. Like it wasn't a new concept, but yeah. I feel like they did it a lot more smooth. Obviously, them being FPS, they had to because GTA is an FPS traditionally, so they aren't held up to the same standards as COD and all that. Yeah, but it was actually pretty fun, and I was surprised that I wasn't like. I didn't hate it. I was shocked by it at first. Then I played with a scope one time, um, and Shit, I was actually doing pretty decent that match. Mm. What'd you say? Did you say this was on Game Pass? It's either on Game Pass or free to play. It's one or the other. <laughs> hmm. I know. Oh, I, just I don't. It. I don't think it's free. I think it might be on Game Pass because I think it's. Who's the? I can't think of who is it. The company that makes it. It's um. I don't know. Is it a... First Watch Games hosted by High Res? Yeah, so it's yeah, so it's not free because, but it is like I have seen it, so it is something that like you have to pay for. But I wonder if their it's... website. I haven't either. Oh but... yeah, it is free to play. Is it? Yeah, because on their website it says play for free now. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to... I didn't even realize it was oh, on Xbox. Oh, they're an Epic Games Stories exclusive as well. On like PC, they're not on Steam. Then Epic Games. Yeah, Steam kind of robs a lot of companies about a lot of stuff. So I don't think Steam's that bad, but I definitely like the competition of like Epic Games being on there as well because it's kind of fun to see what they do with the gaming industry in that way. Yeah, that's um... that's true. I, I like I like Epic because they're they're a really good company, and it's like. Um, like compared to Steam, like Steam ups the price of everything just to make that extra little bit of money. So oh yeah, like, sometimes they're and it's it's kind of annoying. Oh wow, Rogue Company only got seventy five on Metacritic. Don't get me wrong, it's not bad, but that's surprising for how nice it is. Honestly, well, it's still a pretty new anyway. game too, so it's not that old. Oh yeah, I might go over time. I'm excited to see that though, and like. The one thing that I do like about Epic and having like um, the oh my gosh Unreal Engine is I will say I love supporting Unity because Unity is a little bit more player first than Unreal Engine is normally. Um, but I can never deny that Unreal Engine does have some beauty to it because if you go into Rogue Company, there's just such a shimmer and polish that you really only get with Unreal Engine. It's so hard to get a look like that in Unity. <laughs> hmm. I absolutely love it. It's like the COD aesthetic almost. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can see the COD aesthetic too, yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, so that's this week. I'm super excited to talk about some of the fun news stories. I'm super excited over Minecraft Earth. And then we have fun, tons of fun channel updates coming. Oh, and also, I hope that you guys are enjoying the new music that I acquired for the podcast. I was super excited to get it. And I really like it. If you guys like it or don't like it, you're always welcome to leave comments and stuff on your local podcast apps. And you can also always tweet at me. All my socials will be in our show notes and same with Trevor. And I guess we will move on to channel updates. So we'll see you guys on the other side of the flip. Have anything else to say, Trevor? Like the podcast. We're like going strong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know what to say at this point. Like we're, we're not that far in. So, oh, like, yeah. just stick around. We got pretty. We got a lot of good stuff yet to come. We're lit. We're lit here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're okay. we're so we're really trying to stretch it to Gen Z, aren't we? <laughs> okay. <laughs> see you guys on the other side of the flip.
Hello everybody and welcome back from that fun little two second break. I hope you enjoy your new music as always. <laughs> now we're well, gonna move we on to some... five seconds to two. Oh really? Oh my gosh, oh, I love. Because how... in the past it was like five that se- you said five seconds and now we're down to two. Man, oh sorry, we're really... I'm slowly shortening it. Uh, we gotta save on costs. <laughs> slowly, five to two. That's a whole three seconds there, boy. That's how we save cents on the dollar. Um, but welcome back and welcome to channel updates. Woo! Um, I think we finally have some channel updates from Trevor because he's kind of he's kind of been a little sketch with these channel updates at the end of 2020. So I think he finally has some fun stuff for us, don't you, Trevor? I'm gonna put the towel back on and we'll go back into the bathroom. <laughs> Get it? Because it's like finally opened up and revealed something. Gonna cover back up and go back to hiding. Oh my gosh. I, I had to explain that. That one I thought that one would have been obvious. <laughs> Not. Sometimes stuff flies over my head. I'm like a I'm like an international space station. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. stuff flies just past me, but most of the time all them lands. all them rocks are just going by and you just don't see them. I'm like also pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's been going on on your YouTube biz? Mr. Um <laughs> So I finally got some videos up. Um, they're nothing like short. Um, they're either an hour or more. Because uh, I'm pulling, so I'm pulling off some. Um, so I, I think what I should do is start off with I've been doing some Twitch streaming. Um, so that's been going on. Not the best. I've not been having a good audience. Um, so I haven't had anyone really watching. But it's nice to be able to pull off footage and. Um, edit it down and put up videos on YouTube to try and help like spread the channels and um, so I got some stuff I have our video of I went through and it took so long after three times of it cra- <laughs> of my software crashing while editing I finally got it edited where it was our zombies stream where we successfully build. isn't edited such a weird word it really is it's so like when you read it it it's so different because like when you (laughs) say it out loud it sounds like improper to say yeah it's so annoying i hate it so much because i just just thought about that because you said it and i was like oh my gosh like i it sounds wrong but i know that you said the right thing like (laughs) yeah it's said right but it sounds wrong to say so but I have that down. It I finally got it to edit properly and save and edit. Like I have it. It's up on YouTube. It's I think 47 minutes. Um, I had to cut some stuff out um, and get it up. But I got some of that stuff up. Uh, that's up on YouTube. I've got uh, one of our other streams of us playing multiplayer. I just smack my mic. Um, of us playing multiplayer up and I do take the time um, even if I don't edit out a lot of stuff I at least put in my intro and outro um, for those and you know those might change by the end of of 2021 but I got 12 months I got 12 months so we'll see what happens Um, we got a long time to get through all that jazz I definitely think our channels will definitely grow I feel like I still can't believe I hit 50 subscribers. I'm still taken back by that, honestly. I would like to even get to 50, to be honest. 
I'm sitting back here at 36 right now. I'm uh, not doing too hot right now, but it takes build up time. It does. That took and me I... like six years or something of dedication. Yeah, I've been I've been trying hard, and it's it's tough to grow. YouTube is a tough community. Um, okay. but you know, you know, I did learn that it's not as bad as Twitch, though. I was surprised to learn that. Oh yeah, no, Twitch, Twitch is, is Twitch like is so much harder. Impossible. See, the thing with YouTube is, like, for Twitch, you could stream two different games a day, every single day, for a year, and you still have a better chance of growing on YouTube if you just uploaded yeah. one video a week. I heard one of the top suggestions, fun fact with all of our viewers, if they want to become Twitch streamers, you can also join the squad, email me. Um, <laughs> but one of the, one of the me. interesting things... DM me. One of the interesting things that I heard from a lot of famous Twitch streamers whenever I was like just peeking around at advice and stuff, a lot of them say that like some of the best strategies to take is to stream smaller games because there's less top um, top streamers right above them. And so people are more likely to see your stream near the top compared to like Call of Duty, the top 100, the lowest amount of views in the top 100 is like 100 views. So, of course, people that get two to three views are never going to get anywhere near the top. While on stuff like Minecraft Dungeons and stuff, sometimes the top 100, the lowest views is just one or two. So, if you get up there, you're in the mosh pit with lots of people that are on the top of the ratings list. Huh. I actually... Uh, I didn't hear that. I remember I think there was a YouTuber I watch where he does... He had a podcast. He, I don't know. He still goes back to it every once in a while, but he does like longer episodes and stuff. But it's like we are committed. He podcasters. said, "If you want, because he had, I don't remember who he had, um, but he had someone on um, as a guest star, and um, they were talking. And let's see, they said because they were a big Twitch streamer, and they're like, if you want to grow on Twitch." start out by uploading youtube videos because if you can get recognized or get a fan base from youtube that fan base will come over and support you on twitch and from there you can grow so you want to start if you're going to start st with streaming and stuff start off by taking any streams or any like video content put that on youtube because that will bring oh, people yeah. over to your twitch so it's like yeah if you grow yeah, and of course that's one of the best strategies. It just seems like if you're just doing Twitch solely, some of the best strategies is streaming smaller games. But obviously, one of the most effective strategies is the whole YouTube community thing because YouTube has a much lower ceiling of growth, so you can usually get a lot more people to follow you on YouTube than you can Twitch, and then obviously that's cross um cross contaminating between platforms yeah I, I mean yeah it's tough because it's like if there's like you have someone that watches like someone that subscribed to you on youtube they are subscribed to like four thousand people the chances of them seeing your content right away is very low so you really got to try and push to get people to come and watch your stuff as well so oh yeah i think if you can get people to watch your stuff on youtube um if you can really push for them to come see it live on twitch they can support you on both um, because it's like sometimes people miss your Twitch streams and so they'll go back and watch them on YouTube. Um, so that's what mm -hmm. I'm kind of doing is like if you don't see it there, there's a chance you'll see it on YouTube. And hopefully people will see that and be like, oh, they do this kind of stuff. Maybe we can go watch it over here, see it live, then kind of go back and watch highlights. Because like 
I know I've seen stream like YouTubers where they've streamed to either YouTube or Twitch and they still post highlight videos from that stream and I will go back and watch it oh, because yeah. it's like, man, I remember that part. That was really funny. I'm glad they put it in. So it's kind of nice to go literally, back and see that. Literally at my main girl, Granny. <laughs> so absolutely love her. She's been doing so many like Twitch light sites and I love her so much. I do, I do think that that's a big thing and like I said at the end of the day it's all just about like strategy like growing all your communities and stuff nowadays it seems like you know being a twitch streamer being a youtuber they're both definitely realistic goals and they're both sustainable jobs in and of themselves if you stay consistent and driven but some of the most successful people like Mr. Beast and all that Mr. Beast stream uh, Mumbo Jumbo Lots of people like that, you'll notice that they have Twitch, they stream on YouTube, they stream on Facebook Gaming. Like, once you stream on multiple places, you can get income from so many different places, you can get such a broader reach. And so I would say the most success comes from multitasking like that and having YouTube, Twitch, giving exclusive content to all of them and just having fun with that. Yeah, and I mean, that's... So, like, when it comes to streaming, like, I... I really was because 2020 was obviously a really bad year, um, but there was a lot of good highlights that came from it. With um, I kind of kicked off a little bit back when we had Mixer, RIP. Oh yeah. Um, and it it really sucked because I really didn't want to go to Twitch because I know I've tried streaming to Twitch in the past. Nobody ever yeah. came. Nobody ever oh, came yeah. once. I never got more. I never got any viewers or anything. But when I started streaming to Mixer, I started to grow a fan base and I actually started to go somewhere with that. And that's why I really liked Mixer because regardless of how many, whether you had nobody watching or you had 4,000 people watching, you had a chance of being up at the top. And that's one thing that Twitch lacks is it doesn't promote the smaller streamers. smaller streamers it doesn't yeah. put them at the top to give them a that chance that's what yeah. mixer was that's why i liked mixer because when that was around you had a chance like of getting to the top to get posted at the recommended or like the optional like hey this person's streaming maybe you should check them out regardless if they were like like good or not they had a chance of being up there and that's what I really liked about Mixer was it gave me that shot. And I really, because of it, I started to grow because I started off where I had nobody watching. And then I kind of promoted it a little bit to a few people. Um, not, I don't think any of them really joined. I know because um, after a little bit, I, I streamed a few episodes. I streamed a few by myself, had a few streams solo. Then I told I posted something on my my Snapchat. Um, and so then I had my little buddy Riley. He came and joined me. So then we streamed my together. Favorite. We streamed together. He pulled up the stream side by beside me or beside him to kind of give me that extra viewer to kind of help give me that little extra push. And then after oh, yeah. about a few streams of that, I had people coming and starting to actually watch my streams. They would tune in. They would conversate with us. They would join they would pretty much join our streams on the side and they would just communicate yeah. with us we'd have conversations it was i started to grow and show 
it showed more that Mixer was, I really enjoyed it because I had people watching, I had people enjoy, they came in, they would have like notifications. Um, we, there, I've had days where they would come and play with me and we'd have like, like we'd play together and it was awesome. I got to do that and it made, it made me feel like I was doing something good and getting recognized and seen and making people like giving people that enjoyment that I've always that I've seen from all these big YouTubers and streamers for years I was finally being able to start to do that and of course I start to take off and that's when Mixer shut down and so I moved to Twitch and now I'm kind of like and I've had no luck I can't get people to watch and it's so tough to grow on Twitch because People don't really search unless if they know your name. They won't search for yours for you. So that's oh, that wow. is one thing. Like you don't get put at the top unless if you have a good like fan base, which is it, it makes it tough. It's really tough. So that's the one thing oh, yeah. about Mixer that really made it special. Um, it promoted all it promoted small channels and helped them grow, regardless if you had a, a deal uh, like a ship uh, deal ship with them or not oh yeah and That's i miss that thing. twitch has like twitch has like their basic partnership but i just learned that their basic partnership is really trash because it pretty much signs off your likeness for total use on twitch so if you try to stream on youtube it's illegal <laughs> and what? so most of the big streamers have like a proper twitch partnership which is negotiated with twitch one-on-one and that partnership obviously normally isn't exclusive to Twitch. Um, but if you just get the basic Twitch membership, which I forget what it's called, but it's like Twitch Plus or Twitch membership or whatever, if you get just the automatic one where you have to like request it or whatever, it actually is like really bad for your channel and your future growth because you're pretty much stuck with Twitch unless you negotiate a way out of it. That's, which really sucks. That's just dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I just learned about that because everybody talks about like wanting a Twitch membership so bad. And then I watched a video on it because I wanted to see what was so good about it. And this guy who streams on Twitch, he has like tons of Twitch streamers. He was like, you know, I'm not going to lie. Getting a Twitch membership is probably one of the worst moves you can get. He was like, you have better luck just growing to the point where you can negotiate with them one-on-one than getting that membership because you're going to be so much more damaged with that membership than one-on-one negotiations <laughs> yeah i and feel I like, like if when it comes to it um i think if i ever did get a twitch um membership or something or like they wanted me to partner with them or something i don't think i would be able to do it because after hearing that it's like i wouldn't be able to do stuff on youtube really like yeah. And that would kind of ruin it because it's like I've always wanted to grow on YouTube. Like that was my thing from mm. such a young age. I wanted to build a, uh, a community, a channel, and just play with people and grow and make something awesome on YouTube. So I, oh, yeah. I feel like it would kind of ruin my chances with doing stuff on YouTube as well. Oh, yeah. And that's why they say, like, just don't get a Twitch partnership until you're big enough where they actually go one-on-one and they talk to you about it. 
because then you can negotiate a proper contract where you don't sign off your likeness you just sign up to like you know you guarantee them that they get a certain cut of your ad revenue on twitch or whatever and then you know that's more like a youtube membership than it is the traditional twitch membership that's what a lot of people like mumbo jumbo and all them have deals like that where they just it just takes ad revenue instead of buying out their likeness and all that jazz <laughs> so hopefully eventually you'll just grow to the the size that you need to be to actually negotiate one-on-one -on -one with them yeah and i was even looking i just looked on it to see and like this is the thing about mixers whenever you go on a mixer and you would select a game by default it shuffles random channels up on the game so just channels that it thinks deserve to be up there or just random smaller channels mixed in with the big channels yeah and for mixer all my recommended channels not one of them because you can select either recommended or highest viewers to lowest viewers people always go so with the just... highest viewers too which is the annoying thing oh yeah so i just shuffled in my recommended because that's what mixer did by default as well and whenever i look at recommended my smallest one here is 500 viewers so like you know, all these people are pretty established. Like, I've heard of iGevin, Small Ant, Joe Hills. Like, these are all people that I know are huge on YouTube. And so they obviously don't really need to be up there on my super recommended. Like, they should probably be in the middle of my list or near the top. Yeah. And I would like to have some smaller channels uh, shuffled in here. Because, like I said, I don't see anybody under 500 views. So, obviously, they're all big. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. But if I shuffle lowest to highest, let's see what the lowest views are. Yeah, there's quite a few zero and ones. <laughs> so there are people that you know need some more sponsorships, and some of these channels look like they're semi-established as well, and they still just have not climbed the ladder. So it's yeah. so sad. It's tough. So Did I'm hoping over time they'll realize that they should shuffle in some smaller channels to recommended. So oh, yeah. you can experience all your big guys alongside a few smaller guys. I feel like if they want stuff then like they need to they need to grow more of these channels because I feel like if you can grow a lot of these smaller channels, it would bring more people from other it's platforms like to Twitch. Like they would have a lot more yeah. people on Twitch. Yeah, it's just like YouTube. YouTube tries their hardest to have their algorithm shuffle some smaller people up sometimes literally because they know they're making a ton of money off of their, all their big people now but like sky does minecraft and stuff they kind of just dropped out of youtube one day just deciding to do it and so they know that sometimes people will just leave and if like let's say pewdiepie leaves could you imagine the hit to income that they would take from pewdiepie leaving <laughs> Oh, yeah, for now sure. I don't think YouTube would be shut down or anything. <laughs> no, but I also know that they wouldn't take no like take no shock to him leaving. I'm sure that they make quite a bit of money on them. <laughs> and so that's the thing they realize that they know that they don't make all their money off of two channels that will never leave. Like they make all their money off of millions of channels. But all of those channels have no contract to stay on YouTube. Or at least, I should say, most of them don't have a contract to stay. So they have to be ready to replace some bigger channels that might leave the smaller channels. And, I mean, with, like, YouTube, like, even if, like, YouTube did shut down, it's not like... 
Because, I mean, the company, it, like, YouTube's main company that it's run from is Google. And so, like, I don't think Google would lose a whole lot there. So. Well, yeah. Well, actually, they're they getting did. so extenuous because now they're run by, like, Alphabet because Google subsidized themselves into Alphabet. Hmm. <laughs> Which is even crazier of a conglomerate because they control, like, all the different sectors as well because they control Android and all that, too. Yeah. Dang it, Google. <laughs> yeah. I saw that today they just started a union for Alphabet because Alphabet was getting so big because now, like, you know, Google doesn't, like, it was just confusing. The founders of Google just formed Alphabet because they didn't want legal cases to be held against Google. <laughs> and so they formed a union now because Alphabet was getting so big. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny, because that's like a Silicon Valley business, which usually don't have unions. <laughs> but, anyway, long story short, yeah, growth on Twitch and all that is hard. And I think Google has, or I should say YouTube has one of the best strategies on growth. But everybody can always make improvements, so let's not praise anybody too hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Um, anyway... So is that all the big channel stuff that you have for this this round? Um any other fun stuff going on? I have some kind of like plans of like stuff I want to upload coming up. Um that's yeah. just kind of I don't want to spoil anything in the podcast, but like I guess that's oh, yeah. something like you and me got to talk about um one on one sometime. When we have time, oh, obviously, because, like, I have to work, and then you have school coming up again soon, so um, we'll have to find time to record that stuff, so. We always... Okay. Oh. Um, we always find our way. <laughs> yeah. Because we're I... super skilled. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think um, I got some good stuff. Um, I know I have quite a few plans for in minecraft that i'd like to do some stuff there um i guess other games um we just have to kind of talk about and see what we can get out of those so oh yeah 100 percent uh in the way of my channel honestly i don't have anything super crazy going on i've got obviously we've b2 gaming has been doing twitch streaming and all kinds of stuff like that which has been super fun and we've been doing that uh, i've been doing that with you a lot obviously doing call of duty and other stuff like that we have a new state of decay 2 series coming out which will be super exciting where if you just like state of decay 2 there's going to be tons of fun gameplay for you to enjoy and everything like that but if you are interested in a little bit more deep story and some fun lore and writing then there might be a little bit extra sprinkled into an occasional video for you so keep your eyes out for that if you're interested in that at all. Um, Minecraft World Expansion is going to be going through some changes soon. We're making some tailored changes for the new year. Uh, since we will be carrying it through till summer or so, whenever the next big update comes out, I think that there might be some fun lore and stories slowly seeping into some of our episodes, which will be super exciting. Are you excited about that, Trevor? Definitely. Yeah, that should be super duper fun. And then in the way of, oh, we have, oh, I have tons of video essays and reviews and other stuff like that, eh. which will be super exciting. And I'm, I'm very excited to see that kind of stuff. 
But I think that that is all the big stuff that we have in the channel coming this week. Just, yeah. I have lots of video essays which will be coming out, which is super fun. The first of which will be my review of the Series X, which is super fun. But then we have a few other little things which will be super exciting. So both of us have a lot of random stuff coming out, don't we? <laughs> I think so, yeah. So that'll be super fun. Uh, I think that's all for big channel updates, because everybody in the network has just been streaming and doing casual stuff like that, so there's no like super big news on anybody in our network. Yeah, it's now. mainly streaming, so... Yeah. Well, that's super fun. So that's all that we really got for channel updates this week. Super exciting. Next we have some big news stories. Get ready for this one. This is going to be fun. Are you did for... we... I, did you see I added a little something extra to this section? more. <laughs> what are you what are you talking about so i thought it'd be kind of cool to add so every month we talk about kind of our like kind of like our goals um and kind of like so like for this month was our goal for the end of the month like what do we want to have accomplished by the end of the month and then like each month we can go through and talk about our yearly goal like it might change throughout the year too so for me like by the end of the year i want to hit at least 100 subscribers like that's my goal for the end of the year yeah so that's a that's my goal um for like a month for a monthly goal i want to get on a schedule an upload schedule where i can upload um like a video like like a video like two videos a week at least and so like that would be maybe my monthly goal or have or maybe like upgrade that and so like by the end of the year i can upload like a goal like a video every other day or every day and have something ready for to try and grow my channel like maybe that's my end of the year goal um yeah but just something that i can have a goal and have something to work towards for each for each month and for the end of the year Oh yeah, I like that. That's so, interesting. Because like for this I, month, I want to get at least two videos out every week to try and start my channel growth, and then yeah. have that. So just something, just something kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. That would be fun because it's something that we can do at the beginning of each month. I do think that's interesting. Um, for this month, I think my goal. Well, my goal for this month is to start up that State of Decay series. Get my xbox one series x review out because that's been a lot of work i'm I'm still trucking through that and i think just explore some more games and just see what's out there because it's a new year so there's still a lot of games i probably haven't hit from 2020 and for my year goal i think i'm i think i'm looking at the same layer as you like hitting 100 subscribers at least having one episode out a week if not two or three and just trying to engage with my community a little bit more because i think with twitch and everything that really opens up an opportunity for both of us to engage a little bit more with the community you know what i mean yeah so i think that's honestly my gear goal for now i definitely think that will change after a month of getting through all the crazy work that we have to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's for sure so uh, yeah i do i think that's nice we can do that like the beginning of every month too i think yeah i think the start of every month would be good um definitely would give a little bit more of an insight uh we could probably do like weekly checkups with like our monthly goals if we wanted to as well but yeah if we're just feeling it we'll see like if there's anything worth noting i guess oh yeah 
Um, but I think that's all for the channel updates now. Am I correct? <laughs> I believe so. I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. I got to pay attention to our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next we're going to be moving on to the news. Everybody enjoy your little music transition. Do, 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 do. do, do. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed your break. I absolutely enjoyed my entire day break. <laughs> and we're back with our favorite little section of the news. So, Trevor, there has been some crazy jazz going on in the news. Can you? Are you looking at some of these crazy news stories we have? <laughs> I am. I um, am. So, first and foremost, which is the saddest one, and this is from Windows Central by Jez Gordon, one of my favorite Windows Central writers by the way um, Minecraft Earth ends why do um, why do Microsoft's mobile games keep failing by the way guys all of these stories are linked in our show notes I'm doing now so now you'll find all of our fun little stories down there um, but to make a long story short June is going to be the end of Minecraft uh, Earth and after that you just won't be able to play anymore because they are just like canceling all the jazz with it no more servers no more anything and it's super duper sad <laughs> how are you feeling about this shutting down of minecraft trevor i wish i would have gotten into it sooner because i i had played it when it was still in the beta stages yeah and early access and so i kind of played it then and it was very like tough to do stuff because it was obviously still beta so there wasn't a lot to do but it was oh, it was yeah. pretty it was cool it was fun it was something different so to see it go is kind of sucky because I wish I would have gotten into it a lot sooner. I know, and this ends up with the graveyard of Minecraft projects. All that's left is Minecraft Dungeons, Minecraft Java, and Minecraft Bedrock. <laughs> oh, and technically Education Edition, but obviously that's kind of fueled by the education sector, so it's hit or miss if we should really consider that like fully independently successful because obviously that's fed money from all of the schools around the u.s <laughs> yeah next we have all series um for the series x and s they're asking users if the ps5 dualshock controller feature should come to xbox um this was by zachary booty at windows central i was very intrigued to see this new story come up because i think that's super interesting because Lots of people have said that the Minecraft, or um, Minecraft, oh my gosh, I got Minecraft on the brain. Lots of people mm -hmm. have said that the PS5 DualSense controller, um, with all its cool vibrations and how it can like, in, uh, it can kind of like copy how it actually feels to be walking on certain things and all kinds of weird stuff like that. And like the trigger tension so that it actually feels like you're firing a real gun. They say that that is like a really big pull for their new controller. And so some news journals and even Xbox themselves has been asking people how they feel about it and if they would want that on Xbox, <laughs> hmm. which is pretty crazy. Pretty and yeah, and I really, I, I think it's, I don't like it a little bit because it is sad that Xbox is kind of copping out to a feature that somebody else has. But also if Xbox has a feature that um, PlayStation doesn't, PlayStation never 
asks about it or integrates it, they just kind of ignore it and try to come up with features better than it that are similar but different. So I do think it is gutsy and kind of like player first for Xbox to just go out there and be like, hey, this feature is better on PS5. Do you guys want it? And then they actually consider the possibility of making it. <laughs> are, are you in like the same vein with me where you're like, you like the Xbox kind of seeks out advice from their player base? Or um, yeah, because I mean, like they, they, they want to optimize everything for the people playing. So like they're obviously, they, they want more feedback on how they can improve to keep people playing their system. So I yep. like that they are willing to um, ask the community what kind of um, like what kind of changes they want, mm -hmm. um, and it, it's nice because like it gives you the better feel of playing a game, the more realisticness of everything, and it just makes it a lot better. Yeah, and that's how I feel. Like I like I said, Sony has never really gone on record and done this. They've never directly asked about their competitors. But they also really just don't talk about other features that they copy or they like take creative license over, quote unquote. And so I feel like it shows some serious guts from Xbox to go out there and just be like, hey, is this feature better on PlayStation? If it is, we might integrate something similar to it to make you guys feel better <laughs> you know i think that's really gutsy of them to just be honest about it and just be like hey this is not better so do you want us to make it better <laughs> you know? sure. and do you hope that you see like more stuff like this from xbox like do you hope that they always stay on the prowl about new features and stuff i think so yeah that would be because you know oh they're trying to get better um, feedback and like they obviously want um, their console to like they want people to keep supporting them and if like they can get that by asking the community what they want whether it's like upgrading their controllers or everything like that then you know obviously that's probably the smart move to do there oh yeah that's all that seems to be what it um, what they're really outreaching to it says in the article that they have sent out surveys to some Xbox S and S users, Series X and S users, um, just asking them if they like their current controller, if they would like a controller closer to the competition like PS5, or what changes or differences they would like with their controller, and if they feel like DualShock is better, or DualSense is better or worse. So I really think that that's interesting, and I do, like I said, I do like that they're outreaching like that, and I think that's an awesome thing for them coming up next what else do we have here oh microsoft delivers a fix to um series x controller users so it mainly was it's just mainly a problem with the series x controller there's just some connection issues and other stuff like that if you guys want to read more but have um been having those issues there's a forbes article by ryan mcneil it will be in the notes below it just says the fixes that they're sending out all kinds of stuff like that i just felt like mentioning that in case any of you are having those problems and you're sitting there and you're just thinking that you're totally alone don't worry there's others um others out there i haven't had any issues like that luckily and so i've been happy to avoid that because i just saw that article today but if you are having those issues go check out the show notes and there's all the information down there going on 
Oh, Xbox Game Pass getting Injustice 6 and six more extra games. That Ooh. is pretty exciting. <laughs> Injustice 2 is looking like it'll become coming around January 14th, so pretty soon. And then there were six other games announced in the lineup, including eFootball PSA, PES, yeah, eFootball PES 2021, The Little Actor, Acre, that looks French. <laughs> no Overs, Torch 3, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Vic, a poster RPG. <laughs> this is an article posted by Tanner Demon on Comic Book. And he just lists off all the games, his commentary on what's going on. That's pretty exciting that we have even more games coming to Game Pass. That's always good to have more games. Especially Injustice 2, because that's a huge game. <laughs> I It's not really my taste, but I do know that it has like a huge player base. Are you kind of excited to see what happens with uh, the Game Pass com- for this coming year? Yeah, because I think uh, 2021, there's definitely, because there's not been a lot of trailers yet for games coming out this year or anything like that. So it'll be nice because we'll get a good set of, there'll definitely be a good set of games. I think they're talking about, um, Microsoft's talking about partnering with uh, more people to give more, put more games on Game Pass, which will be um, amazing because that's a lot more games to play and gives a lot lot more options so oh yeah uh next i had a little article this will be in show notes because i'm not going to go over everything but um this was another article from windows central this one was by jez gordon as well and this was just a 2020 to-do list for xbox of things that they probably need to improve or fix i just wanted to throw this out there because like obviously both of us really enjoy xbox and we do think that it is a very good platform that we always support but it doesn't always mean everything's perfect. I do think that there's a lot of things that they still have to fix. Uh, and this is talking about Xbox as a whole, too, I should say. So if I were to rewrite this story, I would also include all of the Xbox Studio problems, especially with Minecraft and Minecraft Bedrock Edition. But there's lots of other stuff like like just integration across Windows. Like now there's, I think, four different Xbox apps, all with different purposes on Windows. Like one, yeah. you can game stream and look at social network. The other one, you can use Game Pass. The two other ones are just like legacy apps. Like it's just getting so confusing, honestly, and so disorganized. It really um, is. Kind of with the, he cites here, kind of with the mobile app and sharing side too, because there's like the Xbox app and then there's the Game Pass app. And even though you would think some features should be on the main Xbox app that aren't on the Game Pass app, they're like vice versa. Like they're in the spots that they probably shouldn't be in. (laughs) And there's just lots of weird stuff like that. Oh, and xCloud is still running Xbox One S hardware instead of Series X or Series S hardware. (laughs) Which is kind of crappy because it would be nice that since you're paying $15 a month, you should probably get the most recent hardware to stream on. (laughs) Yeah. And there's just a few other stuff. Like, Quick Resume is still pretty spotty on the new Xboxes. Uh, He cites that they should definitely look into handling stock better, which is definitely true because we've seen the Xbox Series X and S sell out multiple times after being released for, like, one minute. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, upgrading Xbox achievements, they're kind of disorganized, and sometimes there's not very many good achievements to get in games. Like, sometimes they're very nitpicky or very sparse. And so, I do agree with that, upgrading that. I do, he cites backwards compatibility. I really don't think that they really need to improve their backward compatibility library that much, because they have a pretty good library, don't you think? Yeah, they do cover a lot of the games. I really don't think there's much reason to go there. But I'm sure maybe if some other partners are reaching out to them or whatever, they can always improve it that way. So that would yeah. be nice, because obviously more games the merrier. And what else does he have down here? And then that's it. Just some little nitpicks commentary on Xbox. And he does say at the end of the year, at the end of the article, he does say that like games coming to Xbox this year are probably going to be awesome. Xbox as a whole has a lot of opportunity this generation. And so he thinks that they're going to really pull a lot of really good punches, which is awesome. Because I do. I agree. I think that it's really awesome how many games and other stuff they're doing. Next. Oh, I, I did this article just so people knew um, how to game share on Xbox. Now that a lot of people are probably getting new Xboxes or getting more friends to play Xbox or getting more Xboxes in your house, um, this is just a simple article on how to game share in your house and with your friends, etc, etc. There's a whole breakdown of how it all works and everything. So if you guys want to check that out, go into the show notes. It is... Let me look for the name. Um, where is that? I lost it in my show notes. Oh, how to game share by Tyler Culp and Mashable. That's what the article is called. Next. Oh, I think you'll like this one. This one is interesting. Um, Phil Spencer actually came on record and said that they're reaching out to AMD's Lisa Sue about meeting so that they can discuss how to pump out Xboxes faster. Hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. That yeah, that would definitely help because you know, stock is real low right now, so that would definitely help uh, increase a lot. Oh yeah, and for you that don't know, Lisa Sue is the head of AMD, and obviously AMD is what the guts of the PS5, Xbox One, X and S, and like every Xbox and PS5 for the past I think two generations have been made out of. So they've always used AMD and all kinds of stuff like that. So it sounds like Phil Spencer is getting in talks with Lisa about upping their stocks and upping production of the Xbox. And notable in this article is the PS5 and the head of PlayStation. Um, well, I should say the PS5 team and the head of PlayStation have not reached out to AMD or Lisa at all about trying to optimize the manufacturing process, which is interesting. Mm. So that just kind of shows that no, one of our teams is a little bit more dedicated to cranking out consoles. Uh. <laughs> um, and finally, Layers of Fear developer, um, the that's the person who makes, oh, I forgot what game they just made. Oh, the Medium. They just reached out at an interview over the Medium because I think it's getting released really soon. I know it's getting released in January. Um, they reached out during a interview and said that they really do think that this console generation is going to be the most crucial and the biggest console generation for kind of mapping out how the game world is going to go for the next few years. So I thought that was a pretty interesting big statement and I kind of wanted to hear what you had to say on that. Um, well, I mean, I know they're just companies because you remember the movie uh, Ready Player One? 
Um, oh yeah yeah as soon as that movie was released like there's companies where they're still like they're trying to get vr um to that stage before that time so like there's companies yeah. that are like trying to do that so i was about to say um, oculus and all of them have been working pretty hard <laughs> yeah like since that movie came out like the like stuff has really been like upgrading and flying out real like pretty fast so oh yeah and i'm excited i would love vr like i think that why xbox hasn't had vr yet is i feel like they're definitely waiting for a partner that they really want to work with because even though it is surprising because they're partnered with facebook gaming so you think they would start using oculus because um facebook owns oculus but it seems like they've held out because oculus is so heavy into the facebook system and like now you have to sign into your facebook profile to use oculus and a lot of people really don't like that because they feel like they want to game they don't want to like email their mom <laughs> and so it sounds like why they're holding back is they really want to find a partner that's like more freelance more advanced and less like privacy invading because <laughs> i don't know about you but i really do not like how oculus is set up right now like having to sign into your facebook profile and stuff it's like i'm not trying to game on facebook i game on xbox <laughs> didn't facebook just get hacked like a couple years ago oh they get hacked like every three years or something by some random russian company <laughs> i yeah, saw there, I don't there was facebook. yeah so i don't do really ever use it i still like their privacy regulations they just always get in scandals about them and honestly, for the dumbest reasons, they they just truly are that oblique and kind of like not really good at handling their privacy problems. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very odd, and I do not enjoy it. That's why I like like Xbox and Apple because they both are much better with handling some of the privacy issues of the modern world. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? Going back to like uh, a previous article. Jez Gordon has a lot of like critiques and stuff about Xbox. What do you think Xbox really has to do for this next generation to get to a level where you feel like they're going to start really pulling over the gaming scene and really start to conquer the console space? Um, honestly, I don't even know. Well, what I, do you think? Uh... What do you think are the worst fails that Xbox could have this year? Like, what would probably doom Xbox to have a pretty rough time? Um. Well, obviously, like, like you said, with uh, controller connection issues, that's one thing. Like, that's that that they need to figure out because, like, I've never heard of an act of a con console having an issue where the controller is having connection issues like that. Like, oh yeah. So you you think that some hardware failures would definitely start to hurt Xbox? Probably, yeah. I was about to say, I think hardware, I think if they really cannot announce any games this year, now spending millions of dollars on Xbox Game Studio, I think that would start to spell a pretty rough future for Xbox. Definitely just, would. Yeah, just because like obviously they sunk so much money into it. And so if you can't even say that any of those studios are working on any games or they've gotten anywhere, it's like, okay, why did you spend millions on multiple studios then? <laughs> yeah, right. 
So I think that's definitely a big, that could be a big hamper on Xbox. Um, honestly, I think just cleaning up their lineup, like now that they have the Series X and S, it's pretty established that if you're a really hardcore gamer or you're a serious gamer, whenever you upgrade, you'll get the X. Um, or if you're a more casual player or you're just buying this for somebody in your family that just plays games occasionally or isn't super into like 4K or anything, then you get a Series X. Uh, I think it started to get pretty messy because the Xbox One original was so unconcentrated in its concept and didn't really know what it wanted to be. And so with the Series X, or with the One S and the One X, they tried to create the fundamentals that they have set up now but those were released pretty decently far apart and I felt like the messaging behind them was sometimes hit or miss. So yeah. I really feel like this generation they need to make sure that they establish that like, oh, this console's for these kind of people, this console's for these kind of people. You know, Xbox is always gamer first. Like I feel like they have to just push their kind of peaceful player first model harder so that everybody whenever they think of xbox they think of gamers and they think of games and they think of fun and you know playing with your friends or whatever else yeah because i think that is one big fault is like i will say xbox jumped on like the backwards compatibility wagon faster than most people definitely but, did but overall i think that they started modding because fallout 4 you can like download mods from the store and same with skyrim special edition i believe but those were the only two games that ever really started to allow modding on console. And so I think that was a really great start. But I think Xbox needs to support that even more. Because lots of people still play Fallout 4 today because they just download the unofficial patch. And they download some screen improvements or some FPS improvement apps. And then they have these really nice mod slash apps, whatever you want to call them. They're kind of weird how they exist. But then you have all these really nice mods that improve your game and make them run better and make it more beautiful. And so it kind of brings the game back to relevance if it hasn't gotten an update in a while. And so I'm really sad that like really only Minecraft on Xbox, I think there's some ways to jury rig mods onto there, like add-ons. Yeah. But aside from that, like Fallout and Skyrim are the only ones with official mod support, even though there's a lot of games on Xbox that have a really large modding scene on PC. Well, I mean, it's well with like Minecraft, that's um, so like the difference is, is like Bedrock isn't really made to have mods installed in it. Yeah. Um, Java is technically it's not supposed to, but like they also like they don't they do have like ways like they make it so you can download and use them so like java is more compatible with it versus bedrock which you know the whole like because it's also a matter of like mods require quite a lot of uh processing to actually run them from time to time yeah. depending on the mod and so it's like consoles only have so much um and pcs are made to run them stronger and so it's like running a pc versus a console well, a pc is going to outrun a console any day yeah but that's just because it's built to process things a lot better than a, a console is so that's just how yeah. it is yeah and i feel like it's it's kind of false to say that they, they aren't built for them because they have on developer diaries and stuff said that they are 
always trying to improve their mining API because back in the day Java didn't have a mining API. Um, but nowadays, that's the, like on Bedrock, that's the only way that we ever got mods was because they installed the modding API that allows people to like dig into the code and change stuff. Um, and around 1.17, or 1.7, I'm sorry, around 1.7 in Java, they added the modding API where people were able to dig deeper into the game. And now they've been slowly improving that as well over time. So both games have gotten like official modding support because they've had tools released by the developer for modding support. But obviously, Java, it's only gone so far because I think the biggest mod supporter is Forge. Let me look it up. Yes, yeah, Minecraft Forge, yeah. yeah so is. Forge is still one of the biggest modding APIs for the game. But the even Forge has... Honest, so. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Chicken Bones is another one. <laughs> I remember that back in the day. Yeah, uh, but... Yeah, like they like even Forge has started to integrate um, some of the modding API stuff released by Mojang into it to allow modders to have an even easier time developing through Forge, and so they have really been pushing it. And they've been they've been pushing it to a, a staggered degree because people have mentioned that they probably should be working faster. But on Bedrock especially, I feel like they have a lot more problems than just trying to get mods integrated into the game. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, that might be a stem of some of their problems is maybe at, at the Bedrock team at least, they should concentrate a little bit more on one feature at a time so that they can clean up the game a little bit more instead of adding a lot. <laughs> but either way, obviously we don't work at the studio, so I can't comment on what the environment's like, and so who knows, maybe it's just hard, but... Yeah. I feel like mods have been slowly leaking their way into both editions. And like I said, I think mods on consoles are impossible. Because like like I said, on Fallout, there's some really big mods that are really inching up there in seriousness that are really extensive and huge. And even the Xbox One original still runs them very decently. But people were testing some of the mods on the Series X and S. And some of the mods that would bog down your xbox one original they just run like butter on the series x and s and they're very serious mods with a lot of moving parts and integrations that sometimes would make games crash if they didn't have enough horsepower so i think the headroom for the modding scene on console is slowly growing because we're slowly getting consoles that are more up to par with being close to more powerful for P than pcs for the money that you pay because especially with the Series X and, um, well, with the Series X, I know for sure, because Phil Spencer commented on an interview and even said that they sell the Series X at a loss. The Series S, I'm not really sure what the scene is there. I'm not sure if they're selling that at a profit or at a loss or if they cut even. I'm not really sure. I don't know. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see where that goes, because like I said, it's slowly inching up there in power. And I think that's all really big for the news because news has been pretty tame obviously since it's, since it's a new year and everybody's just yeah. getting all their chickens in a basket <laughs> yeah there's really not a whole lot yet so i think give it a couple months before a lot of the real big things come out um oh, yeah. i know cyberpunk has been pushing um they've been pushing updates and the game has i think it sounds like it's been run, running better which is good um i have a friend who he has the first xbox one 
and he's it looks like he's been playing it so I don't know I haven't heard much I haven't heard anything from him off to see um, how he's doing with that but it looks like he's been playing it so I'm I hope he thinks it's fun so we'll see how he how he's doing with it so oh yeah I'm looking at their newsletter right now see if they have anything new um, oh they did release a hot fix but I don't know if this is an older one or not um, look at the date Oh yeah, it's December 23rd, so that's still an older hotfix. Um, oh yeah, this was just over that file corruption thing, we already covered that. But yeah, it sounds like they want to get it kind of stable on all the consoles by March or April, which is really nice, but we'll see how it works, obviously, because it's always like back and forth or whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens there, because like, um, I think that Cyberpunk has a lot of opportunity. They just definitely have to take advantage of it because it's not going to be there forever. <laughs> yeah. That's the, like, end-all be-all of it is not everybody's going to wait around for Cyberpunk to be all nice and pretty. <laughs> Aside from that, oh yeah, and Xbox got, um, they now have Duos mode for, what was it? Dirty Bomb. The Dirty Bomb game mode oh, in Cold War. Yep, I haven't tried it out yet, so we'll have to do that. I know we will. I'm so excited because we don't have any friends, so sometimes duo stuff is nice. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of COD, um, tomorrow, um, well, for us it's tomorrow, but for the amazing people listening to this podcast right now, it'll be today because I'm hoping this is going to be out at noon tomorrow, right? The eighth. Yeah. It'll be at noon. Okay. So I'll be I'll be at work. So I'll be so hopefully tomorrow. Um, by the time people get to this part they'll hopefully have listened to this um i will probably be streaming i'm thinking around 6 37 eastern time oh there you go um which i want to i think i might be solo because i want to finish like i want to go through and continue um playing the campaign for cod Oh yeah. So, and I can say I uploaded my video today at noon. It took four and a half hours to get it from my editing software off my computer so I could upload it. It took four and a half hours for it to export. And I was so upset about that. I was like, I got two John Wick movies done in the time it took for that thing to finish downloading. It was so annoying. I don't know why, but YouTube is just hard to upload to. <laughs> no, it wasn't YouTube. It was my it was my um, editing software. Oh, oh dang. YouTube, it only took maybe an hour and a half. And even then, it's like you just throw it on. I just click it to publish and set a time for when. And that's all I have to do. Like, I don't even have to yeah. do anything. I can just leave it, let it sit there. That's funny. <laughs> but that was so annoying. But I got it up. Oh. And... YouTube has not said anything about the music, so I think I'm in the clear. Um, I was about to say, they usually check that when it's processing, so you're probably okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I'm in, I'm in the clear there, so... Which is That's nice, good. because it's like... It's definitely something that I can get copyrighted for, but I think oh, yeah. because I was saying in-stream, because um, I was talking about like if I was going to upload it to YouTube or not, and I was like, YouTube... Please don't hate me. It's not my fault. I didn't know the music because I had no clue that that music was in the intro. I have not seen any. I did not see a single bit of the campaign until I loaded yeah. it up. So I had no clue that music was there. 
and I, I, I kept saying, YouTube, please don't hate me. This is not my music. Obviously, like, I don't own it. Like, I didn't know it was here. Please don't get mad at me. But I think because it was just audio and there was no actual singing, I got, I got a little bit of leniency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah. YouTube didn't hate me for that, which is nice. But. Yeah, I, I think uh, tomorrow I want to stream the uh, rest of the campaign. Which, for me, streaming it, it's uh, a very quiet series, so you don't hear me talk very much during it. Um, mainly because I want to listen, and because I like to listen and go through the campaign. So I like to... I like listening to it. I don't like to interrupt, because you never know when voices are going to come by. But it's interesting, because it's like, when you play as Mason... Um, in some missions, uh, he gets the flashbacks from Black Ops 1 of the numbers popping in his head, those red numbers. Um, oh, so yeah. it's it's interesting because he's getting some of the flashbacks, and that's not a good sign. So I guess we'll see what all happens. No, I was about to say, and I'm sure most people want to hear that commentary anyway. So, like, yeah, you, you give them the opportunity to enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. So. I just I uploaded our one Call of Duty stream. Yeah, the playing random game modes is just super fun. That was an interesting one. <laughs> That's already got five views. It's already climbing itself up the ladder. That's been fun. That My video that has been up for like a week only has two, so I feel very upset. It's a climber. It's a climb. <laughs> I feel sad though because it only has two two views and it was uploaded five days ago. Oh hey, my campaign finally got one view. <laughs> I like just checked it and it was said zero, and then I went to check it again and it says one now. Yay! <laughs> I don't know if people actually watch them. I wonder if people actually watch those start to finish. To be honest, because like I know sometimes things it's get boring, long. but it's like if you don't own the game, then it's like for me. Um, not owning a lot of those games, it was kind of nice growing up, just being able to watch them on YouTube. I would sit and watch endless hours of just people playing the campaigns or um, going through beating zombies, and it's like, I'd watch a lot of zombies growing up, and so that definitely helped me, because I know a lot of strats and everything um, that is yet to come, so. Oh yeah, 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 it's important, like, like you said, it's nice for people just to be able to watch that in case they don't own the game or anything like that, because that does happen. It's sad. Yeah. It's hard not owning games, but we don't. We aren't all billionaires. <laughs> yeah. Games Game Pass, are not cheap. Yes. Game Pass oh. helps the bridge a little bit, but it can't mend everything. <laughs> it helps the bridge a lot. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, and then I still am kind of upset over Minecraft Earth, honestly. I'm pretty upset he's spaghetti. <laughs> and the funny thing is if uh, you go into it, it um, it's still technically early access, too. Like, the game is still technically early access, which kind of sucks. Oh, I didn't even know it said that, though. It says it on the App Store. Aw, oh, that's so sad. It happens. It's gonna happen. I'm sad. I think Minecraft just needs to give more dedication. I feel like they try something it doesn't go well and then they just cop out <laughs> yeah i feel like to. they really just need to like sit down and just like commit to something and give it the time and concentration it needs honestly yeah well 
It's a sad turnaround, but I'm sure that we'll, it will survive. We're strong. The Minecraft player base is strong. <laughs> um, I think that's all the... Yeah, like I said, I think that's all the big news, sadly. It's a little light for January, but it's okay. I'm sure next week we'll have some crazy stuff about Cyberpunk or something else. I think, is that all the commentary you have on all of our beautiful news stories, Trevor? I think so. I really don't have a lot with the commentary and stuff like that, so... Okay, then I guess we'll move on to our final section. For this week, we're doing a special section on what we're looking for for gaming in 2021, which will be super exciting because it's a new year, it's a new level of gaming, and it's honestly kind of a different scene in gaming. So I kind of want to look to the future and see what we hope to see in games. We'll see you guys after the music jump. Blue! No, my I hope you enjoyed your beautiful musical break. You're never going to get tired of that music because it's absolutely amazing. I'm just saying. Okay. So. Oh, wow. Now we're back for our. Don't, don't, don't expose me. <coughs> so now we're back. <laughs> now we're back for our specialty section, what we're looking for in 2021. This is just a general section about what we want to see in 2021 and kind of how we want to see the gaming scene go. And I'm super excited to talk about it because it's pretty awesome looking up to a new year. So I wanted to start with just continued love and support for Xbox Game Studios. I think the Game Studios has grown so much. Now they have Bethesda, Ninja Theory. They've always had the people who create um, Forza and Gears of War. And they have so many people, amazing people in their Game Studios. And they seem to be very hands-off with them as well. And so I'm just really excited to see what kind of opportunities and what stuff gets created inside of that studio. You know what I like? Are you kind of excited for that kind of growth, Trevor? Yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to see what kind of new games we can get from these guys. Yeah, I'm super duper excited to see what they turn out, and I think that it'll be really awesome. I just hope that they do not let it fizzle out. So, Trevor, what are you looking for in 2021? Um, so this is more kind of, so I think for us, I think it's more kind of based around us and, uh, kind of more like growth of our channels and like seeing us like hopefully grow more on YouTube and Twitch, get some more people to follow, uh, subscribe and like kind of build our fan base up and, um, play more and be able to expand our, uh, gaming area and play more games that we probably normally wouldn't play, but we might end up enjoying. Oh yeah, 100%. I totally agree. Uh, I am definitely excited to see how that goes because we have started out the year on a pretty good note. So it hopefully is only upwards. (laughs) We just have to hope. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how 2021 goes. Yes, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I want to see an an expansion into the Titanfall universe. Because I still need to get you on Titanfall 2. You do not understand how unbelievable this game series is until you get get your little grubby hands on it. And then all of a sudden, it just is amazing. It's just, I stand it. I love it. I literally could not survive without it anymore. <laughs> uh, and even Apex Legends has added a nice like expansion to the universe because it's still in the same universe as Titanfall. But it still just isn't the same. It just isn't the same as Titanfall. I want more Titanfall vibes. <laughs> I think that would just be really awesome for 2021, and I still need to expose you to that. 
um other things oh i really hope that i really want to see and i know maybe not everybody agrees with this but i really want to see what well, people should i really want to see like an expansion into the fallout universe and more single player games because fallout 76 is great it i have fun with it whatever but i 100 percent want to see an expansion into the single player space like i just really feel like fallout came from a single player place it thrived in a single player space and the first opportunity that it got to go multiplayer it kind of crashed and burned and then picked itself up and is now doing decent but still has all of its wounds and so i really just feel like at, the writing is on the wall that fallout is a single player game that really thrives in that space and so i feel like people should just sit down accept that and just make an amazing single player game <laughs> That and like honestly, the Fallout universe is amazing, and so why not just expand it and give it more single player love? Have you been yeah. enjoying story games this year, Trevor? Or I should say last year? Um, I don't play a whole lot of them, but you know, if I if I can get one where it's like I can really get into it and really enjoy it, I, I can I can get some enjoyment out of it. So there's definitely some here and there that I I can enjoy, but not always a whole lot so that's just i just love fallout like i just can't get over it and i feel like fallout is so powerful story-wise too i need to get you have you ever played like i think didn't you say you played fallout 4 uh no i wanted to, i wanted to play fallout 4 i never got the chance oh uh, okay see so we need to get you into fallout 4 yeah fallout i have because <laughs> i have fallout 4 owned now i don't remember did i buy it or is it on game pass it's something. <laughs> I think I bought it. Yeah, you probably it, bought it. I think I bought it because it was on sale. Um, so yeah. I think I bought it, and so now I own that. So I have, I have it. I just haven't up. I haven't opened it yet because I think I'm gonna. I want to record and stream off of that. So that'd be kind of cool. Oh, you definitely need to 100%. But yeah, I'm super excited to see that. I really hope that that game series just continues to take itself off and kind of improve a little bit because it really is absolutely amazing. Um, what else are you? What else are you looking for in 2021, Trevor? Um, honestly, I'm looking forward to a new um, kind of gaming series. So. Um, I mean, there's more for like. Oh, you want to see some like, like new IPs? So, like new games that could start up into new series that would be really cool, or yeah. um, new kind of new series to start up on our channels. Um, just kind of new series or like stuff in general like that. Um, yeah. So, like for us, like yeah, that is really exciting. We I get started awesome like there's some stuff we could start up on Minecraft that would be scene. very. Uh, I am and so excited for that, uh, that new game, The Medium. Of, it looks so um, good. Like I don't think that it is a previously PvP published title, so it's all new. Or and it just looks like an amazing horror like, game. I just love all my sorts of different games, things. So the so there's definitely a lot of... give me my fix. Oop. Are you there, Trevor? Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Thought we blocked out for a minute there. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for the medium. You definitely have to you have to enjoy that with me. Whenever I go out to play, you have to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> that is super exciting. Uh, I think in other ways. Oh, and I just I really hope you know with Minecraft Earth shutting down and Minecraft having like a rough time on and off. 
I'm really just hoping and praying for my little brother, Minecraft Dungeons. <laughs> and I'm really just uh, hoping that he can pull through the wreckage and just keep himself going. Because <laughs> he just has not, like, he is avoiding all the controversy that I just really hope that he doesn't get hit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Minecraft Dungeons, uh, how does a Monday recording session sound? Um, that should be fine. I think so. Okay. Because, like, obviously I work this weekend, so I don't have a lot of free time to record. Um, because I want to get a full, like, a good, solid, like, good amount of time of playing. Because I'm sure it's a time-consuming game. So if I can get quite a few hours, I can go through and pull out some good stuff. So, oh, yeah. I think if I we think, can... Yeah, Monday should be fine. It should be Gucci. That'll be fun. I love Minecraft Dungeons. That'll be a great stream. And it follows our rules. It's a smaller winded stream, so it won't be, um, the player base won't be as crowded. <laughs> nah. Hopefully. So we'll be following our own rules. <laughs> but yeah, I just hope that my little brother really pulls through. I love Minecraft Dungeons, and I'm really rooting for him. Him and Minecraft Bedrock are the two people that I keep pushing forward. <laughs> uh. I'm just hoping for both of them to just hold in. <laughs> Uh, what else are you? Any other crazy fun things that you're looking at for this new year? Um, uh, nothing think? really I oh. can think off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, I guess I just kind of want to see like our channels grow a bit more and um, be able to do more stuff. So, oh yeah. Yeah, I agree, and I'm just hoping, honestly, obviously, I'm just hoping for general success in the gaming scene. I hope the gaming studios keep pulling out the punches, they really keep holding on. Like I said, I hope Mojang gets its crap together and starts to bring Minecraft Dungeons up and also improve Bedrock and get that a little bit more organized. Um, and I am super excited to see what Game Studios does. I think that that's a super awesome opportunity, I think that they have a super awesome program set up there. And I really do think the growth and the possibilities with that are immense. And I'm really, really, really hyped to see what they can do with the money, the funding, and the appreciation that Xbox Game Studios gets. And all, and just the creativity too. Because they have Minecraft, they have the people who make Forza, they have Bethesda now. Like, There's just so much creativity in there, it's crazy. Yeah. I think they're, let me see how many studios are made up because I'm pretty sure that they are made up a lot of studios now. I think there are upwards of 14 different studios now. <laughs> 15. It's 15 studios now, so that's just insane. <laughs> yeah, they got have 343, which is big with um, Halo, obviously. Oh, I totally forgot. Obsidian. Adoy the new single player contender with the outer worlds and everything they have been doing unbelievably obviously they have bethesda mojang i think the bethesda deal hasn't been finished yet though technically so we're still kind of waiting on like the final like cap on the deal but obviously the deal is already being like processed mm -hmm. uh the coalition which is really big nxl the initiative which is a cute little indie studio Ninja Theory, which has a lot of awesome stuff, and then Undead Labs. I'm so excited for State of K3. 
they announced that it's coming, but they didn't give it a date or anything, and I'm so excited for that game. Oh. And you know, the really awesome thing about like State of Decay is that even though State of Decay 3 is on its way and being developed, they still are working really hard on having lots of big updates for State of Decay 2, which I think is really awesome. I always hate when studios kind of like drop support for their older game just because the new game is on the horizon. Yeah. I see that a lot with COD. <laughs> I mean, they kind of keep it going for a few years, but you know, once they get it gets a little far to date, there's a lot, there's like nobody playing it, then they kind of quit with it, but. Well, I feel like they just, they keep the servers running, but after a new game comes out, it just seems like the new game gets so much more love. Because obviously it's just going to make more money because it's new and just published. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I just hope that everybody gets better. I hope that maybe Call of Duty will also improve its ethics, but that's a, another conversation for another evening. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, 2021 will be super successful. I think the gaming industry has a lot of opportunity, and I think that we're both pretty excited to see what happens, aren't we? I would say so, yeah. I think that will do it for this session of the podcast. I think that will do it for 1821. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching so much. I hope that you tune in to see lots of other podcasts, and I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. This one was a tad bit shorter just because of organization and kind of light news for this week. But I hope that you guys enjoy it as much as always. And I hope that we will see you back here at the podcast same time next week. And I hope that you guys have a terrific Friday, a good night or day. And I hope to see you back here same time next week. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye. Trevor, say bye. I did say bye. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)